You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. It's for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. The Empowered Parent Podcast is a developmentally informed, trauma-sensitive, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. All right. Uh, greetings and welcome, everybody. I'm Ryan. Uh, still no Chris on this one, uh, but we do have a guest today. But before we tell you about a guest, um, as always, the lovely Kayla North. Hello. Hello, Kayla. Hi. It's been a weird day. A weird day. Yeah, this might be the longest conversation we've had so far today. It might be, actually. Uh, <laughs> but joining us in this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast from a secret, undisclosed hotel room somewhere in Iowa. <laughs> Will Standfest. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Oh, I don't know gosh. that it's a secret. I, I am in Ames, Iowa. So. Yeah, oh, there he, you he, go. He's at the Holiday Inn Select on Route 4 now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's going to give the whole address so people can come find you. Of course, you won't be you there are, by the yeah. time this airs, but you know they can go see the place where this episode was recorded. You know, I was thinking when he, when he said that they can come find him. Yeah. There'll, there'll be a plaque. <laughs> the plaque. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have them put a plaque in the yes, room. Yes. Perfect. You, you forget that you forget that I'm an engineer and I'm probably going to be here for two more weeks anyway. Oh, so I be okay. So we won't I'll, give I'll, them the I'll full change, address. I'll change hotels or something, you know, <laughs> alternate name. We'll get a plaque like at that uh, booth at that, that restaurant that I don't think is there anymore in Waco at the booth that Elvis used to sit at when he was in the army. Oh, that's funny. Oh, is that restaurant's not there anymore? I don't think so. I think they, they got rid of it. Oh. Or like in the, the New Yorker Hotel in New York that we stayed in, they got a plaque in the room that Nikola Tesla died in. Oh. Yeah. Is he a mobster? Mm. No, he was an inventor. Who was he? I don't What did he invent? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of stuff. They named a car after him. <laughs> he didn't invent the automobile. Okay, oh, just so we're goodness. clear over here. Everybody, nope. Google Nikolai Tesla. Maybe we'll put a Wikipedia entry in in the show notes because you know Wikipedia you is one hundred percent accurate <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. I didn't catch that you said Tesla <laughs> at the end of that. So yeah, it's a famous hotel, Muhammad Ali oh, stayed there the night gosh. before and after he fought Joe Frazier in Madison Square Garden. Oh, I just Kayla and I stayed there. I mean, that's quite a trifecta. I just that's, thought mobster hotel record. death. I was just, I don't know why I went there. I watched too many TV shows, apparently. I think, I think um, the current term is organized crime individual. I don't think you can say mobster. Oh, yeah. is that it? Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, Anyhow. We are going downhill already. No, Sorry, but hey, Will. but listen, it, it's only been, it's only been this kind of stuff for two and a half minutes, not the usual seven as somebody oh, once accused us of. See, so there you go. We're good. So, um, and, and on the phone, so it does sound like you're on the phone, so that's actually kind of cool that it sounds like you're on the phone, is uh, Will Stanfest. Will, of course, from um, from the Minneapolis-St. Paul uh, area in uh, in, Minne- in Minnesota. Uh, we got to know Will and Carrie Ann, I guess, year one of COVID is when, yeah. when, when we all connected. Yep. Um, and then um, they flew down here for a tapestry conference a couple of years ago. 
And then yep. their family came out to family camp in Colorado last August. We met all the kids and, and they met our Which kids. Was fabulous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, you know, and then we came up to, to your church last year and, and did some training up there. Um, and, and actually, well, I was actually just listening to, to a clip of that training and just like skipping through it. And I happened mm-hmm. to get to the part where, where I was talking about family camp. And I said, it's not yep. that big, it's not that great news for people who live in Minnesota, but in Texas, where it's 117 in the summer, it is fantastic to be in Colorado <laughs> in, in August. And so all the families got to meet each other. And then when we went up to Minneapolis in September, October of last year, yeah, he was uh, our, uh, our 14-year-old daughter flew up there with us. And um, we, we, did, we didn't do the hotel thing. Will and Carrie Ann said, got to stay at the house with us. We got an apartment here. And so that's um, just just right by right this part of the house. There's a little upstairs apartment. And so they were nice enough to let us stay there. And um, that's lots of fun. That's so much better than staying in hotels, by the way, because they don't make you let you make your own custom pizzas. <laughs> at I, hotels. I have looked at those pizza ovens like, 20 times since we've been there. That was like the oh. best pizza. Oh my gosh. If it's I had absolutely a spot my favorite. For it, I would totally have one. I would be like, yep. I just have to have one. Because it was so quick, but it was so delicious. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a couple of reasons. There, were, there are three reasons why Will's joining us uh, in this episode. Reason number one is because we think Will and his wife Carrie Ann are awesome. And so we just want to, like, let me tell you how awesome Will is. Um, about, um, I said, hey, do you, you want to jump on? There's no, Chris can't be with us tonight. Uh, do you want to jump on and talk about something? Yep. What do you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about this. So we'll, we'll get to what we're going to talk about in a second. So he's super flexible, which is an en- which is not only an enormously favorite quality of mine and Kayla to have an individual, but it's very topical because that's what the previous episode was about. There you see, go. See what I did there, Kayla? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Nice. And then... Um, um, and then they also um, are um, empowered parent trainers, so they're part of our universe in that way. They also uh, you can find them on, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If I miss anything, just say as the Connected Parenting Minutes. Yes, that's and, right. And uh, and so part of that is is Will um, literally taking sixty seven seconds to give you a Connected Parenting tip, and but also coming out of that will be the Connected Parenting Minute podcast yes we're very excited to hopefully have that launching here by sometime in april of uh 2023 oh so so you know that thousands of people just heard you say that right i know my wife my wife now it's out there in the universe (laughs) my wife told me we should publish an episode by next week and i i got nervous because i'm just doing all the editing myself and it takes a minute It does take a minute. Yes. Not that I would know. That's true. I would know. Other than watching my husband do it or. uh, No, I used to do it years ago, but thank the Lord. And had to do it a long time. That is Dallas Stacy. Yes. Oh my gosh. She's so good at this. Um, So yeah. So, so we're excited about that. And then uh, after you got some episodes out, we'll have you and Carrie Ann back on uh, with us. Um, And then. You guys know Chris personally as well, and so oh, yeah. the five of us can have have a good old time just visiting about that. But the real reason, after all of that, just to let you kind of know what Will and Carrie Ann are doing, but the real reason we want to talk tonight is in this episode is about building healthy, uh, building good, strong relationships with your teens. Yeah, uh, because you have four of them now. I we currently have four teenagers. 
and Ooh. our oldest turns 20 in a few weeks here but then next year two more turn teenagers so our peak teenager <laughs> peak teenagerness in our house is going to be next year with five concurrent teenagers wow oh man so you're gonna go from four to three to five <laughs> okay yes it's exciting. Oh my goodness gracious. We, we, we enjoy we enjoy teenagers in our house. And I know that we're I know that a lot of people think we're crazy for saying that, but it's it works for us. We're 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 in a good place with that. No, I remember being terrified of having teenagers. Yeah, and then were. when ours got to be teenagers, I was like, This is actually kind of fun. Like yeah. I enjoy yeah. having kids that we can have conversations with. I mean you know, Ryan was out of town this last weekend and our 18 year old, you know, everybody else is in bed and she came in and just sat by me in the bed and we just talked and just had a great conversation about, you know, just all sorts of things, life, you know, and it was nice to just like be able to talk to her and just kind of like, you know, have deep conversations, but also have like meaningful, you know, connections and things like that. But and I know, you know, there are there are people who are like, I I have teenagers, but they just hide in their room all day. You know, they they don't come out, they don't interact, and and that's I mean, I guess that's the nature of teens. They're trying to pull away from parents, so we have to do a lot more, I think, to to draw them in than maybe we did when they were little yeah. and following us around. You know, so absolutely. So, well, before you answer that, I just want to let everybody in on, on a little secret, which you're being um, getting a front row seat on this evening, and that is that typically when we record an episode, we think of a topic, and then mm -hmm. we go. And so, like, there's no, like, like these are the, the four things I want to say or whatever, and so we feel like that's a, a better way for people to get an insight into 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 us, because you just want this to be a conversation, and so... Um, and so we'll we'll ask you some questions here that you got zero prep time on, <laughs> and so j just a heads All up because right. I've been thinking of them as as Kayla was talking. So so I think you were trying to say something, and then and then then I'd like to ask you a question about teenagers. Yeah, there's well, there's a couple of neat things of what Kayla said that I really like there, and one of them that has really helped me is kind of this mindset about teenagers because like because like Kayla was saying. A lot of people, as they approach having teenagers, you're like, oh, my goodness, yeah, I'm going to have teenagers. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, there's like a dread there, yep. you know, and it's and I really think that's kind of like a negative, a negative mindset or a negative soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Like this kind of goes back to a book we read about a year or two ago called Soundtracks. But it talks about these kind of repetitive thoughts that we kind of have going on in the background of our minds. Mm -hmm. And I think with teenagers, there's a real danger of us kind of believing that soundtrack that, oh, teenagers are just crazy. Yep. Teenagers are out of control, you know, whatever that soundtrack is. Yeah. But I feel like reading that book kind of helped me see that, you know what, that's a mindset and I can kind of help choose some of that and kind of flip that soundtrack around to say, teenagers are young adults that are just always up for a good time. Yeah, that's true. You know, well, and I think it's important like that. that we, you know, surround ourselves with people who are not constantly talking negatively about teenagers as yes, we approach yeah. those teenage years, because I can remember yeah. very vividly this one mom who her kids are maybe a year or two, like she's maybe a year or two ahead of me in parenting. Right. And I taught some of her kids and I remember following her on social media 
And she always had these positive outlook, this positive outlook on her teenagers. Like, oh, I'm so excited to have another teenager in the house. And they have a big family like ours. They have six kids. And, and I just remember her always having this like beautiful, like story of loving the, the teenagers, loving the kids at whatever age. I mean, I think when I first met her, her oldest was in my class and was eight, you know, like I was a third grade teacher. Right. So I met her and she had like four little girls and, um, her oldest was eight years old and she had a great mindset, you know, even with those toddlers and all that kind of stuff. But just watching her, I was able to go, I was looking forward to on some extent. And then I'd heard other people being like, Oh my gosh, teenagers, they're so moody. They're so difficult. Mm -hmm. They're challenging. And it's who you choose to listen to. It's what voice you choose to listen to. Like you said, it's like, I could have, you know, gone towards the moody and, oh my gosh, or I can look at, okay, this person over here is saying how great they are. Let me see if I can find the great, even if I don't see it, you know, because I think that's, that's important. Hello, Empowered Parent Podcast listeners. I wanted to share with you a little bit how you can become a supporter of the podcast. Becoming a supporter is a financial way to help the podcast, but also get some great extras to go along with it. We have tiers starting at just $5, but you can pledge for as little as a dollar a month as a way to say thank you. Anything is greatly appreciated. To learn more, visit podcast.onebighappyhome.com and click on the supporter link. I did want to take a quick second to thank some of our current supporters like Rick, Esther, Deb and Julie, we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. All right, back to the podcast. So Will and I were talking earlier, um, and and so I just completed today um, a, a book that that I'd always convinced myself. And there's one of those books that I'd always convinced myself that I'd read in t- cover to cover, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but but it's probably about twenty twenty five years ago that I thought that I'd read this book, but. But upon further review, I don't think I made it all the way through the first time. Yeah. And that's likely um, likely um, speaks to my maturity, both both as, as a human and, and spiritual maturity at the time of trying to read the book. Mm. And that's Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And there's this, oh my, my gosh, it, 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 is, it is one of those books that, that, that there's a handful of books that, that I'm committed to reading every year, which is a real problem now because the list is getting too long. Um, <laughs> like, like, um, like mindset by Carol Dweck. I'm like, I like that. That's a, an audible run through every year for me. Cause it's just so, so deep and so good. Uh, but this book is one of those books. Cause he says, we spend too much Ryan's paraphrase, not a direct quote, but he says like, we spend too much time quarreling over whether we love somebody or not. And that's not important. What is important is that you should treat somebody like you love them because over time you will come to love them. Mm. Yeah. Right? And, and I think, sure. and I think that, that, that speaks to that. Like, like I, I can either see um, a teenager as the problem before me or the teenager I can see as, as somebody who, who who who's who's almost in finishing school now, and I know we can talk about yeah. developmental and, and and developmental age versus chronological age, but 
But but if 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 that child is going to leave your home at eighteen and go off to school or go get a job or you know stay till they're twenty or or whatever the situation may be, at some point they are going to leave your home, and the years mm-hmm. are short. The years are much shorter, and so you have to maximize that time. And we talk a lot about how we have to maximize the relationship. Like we found like TV shows my our eighteen year old daughter likes. And watch yes. them, watch them together, so we could talk about stuff. And she, and then she yep. knows we're interested in what she's interested in, because. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say this. Um, I think there's a reason that a lot of us are afraid of teenagers. Uh, there are reasons, <laughs> and, and 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 here here are some of the reasons. Number one, like Kayla mm-hmm. mentioned, they they, they get a, they get a pretty bad rap. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of sure. neg- negative publicity out there about them. Number two, I think why teenagers are scary, is because the because the stakes are higher. A ten, right? The, 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 some of the consequences oh, yeah. for teenagers, in terms in terms of of biological consequences, in terms of legal consequences, the stakes are a lot higher for teenagers, right? Yeah. But yeah. the third thing that I think is why we're, we're scared of teenagers is because some of us remember how we acted when we were teenagers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's getting close to home here. Come on. Now. <laughs> Oh, that's. Ma, ma, ma. I mean, for those nope. of us that were very well behaved teenagers, we weren't scared by that. But you know, I think we should have a guest. On... <laughs> you know, I think we should have as a guest on the podcast Kayla's mother. <laughs> she would tell you I was a well behaved teenager. Now, don't ask her about my middle school years because those were horrible. <laughs> how, old is, how old is one in middle school? Uh, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Third what? Third yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So why were so, you only in middle school for three years? Because it's sixth, seventh, and eighth uh, grade. It's only three years. That's, I, I'm yeah, sorry, I wasn't yeah. born. In, I'm from in, I'm from international. You're from international. <laughs> oh lordy, um, yeah. So my middle school years were really, really rough, um, which is likely why I didn't enjoy middle school age with some of our children. Because I'm like. Oh my gosh, this is too, it is like you said, it's too close to home. I'm not, sure, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure I'd agree with <laughs> mm-hmm. that, Kayla, about, and here's why. Because cause for me, I thought the, the middle school years have always been tougher. No, no, yeah. no, no matter Ooh. every single one of the kids, I just, because I think it's kind of like, you know, you know um, when they talk about like how kids were then around about the age of first grade, you tend to see a lot of struggles because because of, of, of life's confusing to them because because they feel like they're, bigger than they are and people treat them as though they're younger than they are mm. and that's very conflicting yeah. and i think mm-hmm. and i think that in those middle school years it's another sort of identity kind of finding stage you're trying to find your own way in the world you're trying to carve out an identity for yourself um and and let's just be honest i don't think there's anybody who will dissent to this comment that there are just a lot of um spiteful and mean behaviors from middle school yeah that's that's kind of the age each other yeah well i I feel like it's the age they're trying (laughs) to like they're trying to figure out who they are and Mm -hmm. sometimes that means putting other people down to elevate yourself and they're trying to they're they're like figuring that all out you know and so we've seen on both sides of it in those middle school years we've seen some of our kids who were the ones who were putting other people down to try and elevate themselves and some of our kids were on the receiving end of that, right? And we saw them being put down and not really understanding why or kind of trying to navigate that. And so I think those middle school years, the preteen years are 
are probably more important than the teen years in the sense yeah. of relationship. Because if we can hang in with our kids during those middle school years, I feel like the the high school years, those older teen years are better if we can, I, if we I can think, hang in with them in those middle school years. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, my wife and I worked in youth ministry way mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. And that was one of the things we found is like, when you could get in with the middle middle schoolers and you Mm -hmm. make friends with them and you kind of connect with them when they're in that middle school age, then as they get into the teenage years, you're already in, you're already cool. Right. You've got the credit. Maybe maybe not cool, but you've got the cred and they're willing to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that, and I think some of us just kind of (laughs) give up in the middle school years because we're like, Oh my gosh, these kids are so frustrating to be around. They think Mm -hmm. they know everything. They, have attitude about everything. They want to fight about everything. And then if we just, if we engage in those fights and if we engage in those battles for control, then I think the high school years, those older teen years become that much harder. Yeah. Because you're almost, you're almost setting the stage for what the high school years are going to look like. Look yeah. like right. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you, you just along the lines of setting the stage, you're, you're either setting yourself up for failure or success in, in, in mm-hmm. those years, because, um, you know, that, that I try to work airplane analogies into every episode. Um, <laughs> but do you remember a couple of episodes? I think it was the second, the first or second block care episode with Melissa that talked about mm-hmm. how, how, how then you fly, you know, the reason they know the turbulence is only going to be 20 minutes is because somebody already made it. Yeah. Um, Middle school is kind of like those turbulent years, and you you got to you got to you got to make it through it, and you've got to establish that I'm on your side, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and I think what we have to you know make sure is that because a lot of times people will say, "Well, this just sounds like permissive parenting." I can assure you, it's not. And my children will come in here and mm-hmm. assure you that it's not as well. <laughs> I say, I'm like, I've got I've got a few more that'll testify. To yeah, that. but 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 what it is is letting you know that that I'm on your side. Uh, yes. no, no, no matter what, you know, and some of our kids did, did some things that there were consequences that are external to our family and, and we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll help you face those. We'll stand next to you. But, um, but, but that, that's part of, of growing up and building that resiliency is having people on your side as you walk through difficult things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, well and, and go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Cause it's, it's going to, I was going to flip, flip off, off what we're talking about. Well, I was, and it was just, and just to like kind of put another, another point on what you just said there too is, if we think back into our own lives and as we were growing up, how many of those adults that spoke into our lives that like really made an impact or a difference are those ones that like constantly believed in us? You know, mm-hmm. that one that was always cheering us on, that always had our back. You know, it was kind of like that was, that was the person that you almost gave authority to speak into your life a little bit more. Yeah. And as parents, sure. that's what we want to be able to do. Right. Yeah, well, exactly. So, so, you know, um, so we, we talk about, we talk about the aces, not, not a ton on the podcast, but every time we speak, no matter what, what the subject is, yeah, because we want the parents to recognize, Hey, you know, if, if I'm going to show the, the, the child, the path to healing, I've got to understand where I'm my starting points and maybe I need some healing in my life or, or some awareness, um, in my life, but, but there are a lot of, you know, there, there's counter aces, there's, there's a lot of things again, you know, that kind of try to offset that. Well, one of the things is there's actually a resiliency questionnaire mm. and you, and you can get your own mm. resiliency score. And, uh, 
and, and so it's on like a you know I think it's like a scale of one to five all of the, all of the end, all of the questions, but it gets you thinking about the people who are in your life who helped you, right? Right, and so that that's the point of the entire instrument is that resiliency is being is built by having people that you can depend on and who will help you when you're walk a young person those hard yeah things. yeah no yeah. it's interesting with the walk through and the and the flying through and that stuff we actually on our flight up to Minneapolis when we came up there last year will had one of those announcements where the pilot said you know we're going to we're going to put the the drink we're going to pause drink service everybody go to the seats put your seat belts on and it mm-hmm. should be bumpy for about 20 minutes They've radioed from up ahead and let us know that's about how long it's going to last. And so it's kind of funny that we men- I mentioned that again because because actually had that experience on a flight up there to see you guys. Where he said it's going to last twenty minutes. No, it didn't even last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was real short, but we were we were bracing for it. We're bracing right? for we 20. were like, uh oh. Okay, so here's my question. Did we about to say something? No, no, that? go ahead. So here's my question, Will, because you know. We're, we're committed to not having two hour episodes. Um, so you, you've got, you, you, you've got four teens mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll, we're not going to remove, um, your son off, off the teen list when he turns 20. We'll keep him Probably on the wise. list. We'll keep him on the teen list. And then you're going to add two more teens in the next 12 months. Right. Yep. Yep. So, um, I have I have spent a week with your your whole family in Colorado, and Kayla and I spent a couple of nights in your home. So we've seen mm-hmm. how you interact with your children. Now I don't know if your children like you all the time. It's unlike it's unlikely that they do, and it's probably mm-hmm. healthy that they don't. Yeah, that's fair. But what I will say is that all of your children seem to like being around you and Carrie Ann. Hmm. So can can you talk a little bit about some of the things that, that you that come to mind and I know it's putting you on a spot a little bit to review, you know, a, a lot of parenting, but but can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you guys have intentionally done that that has gone to like invest in, in, in the relationship building with your teenagers? Yeah. I mean, there's a it's a lot of little things, you know. I mean, it's some of what Kayla was saying about you know, right now we're going through Ted Lasso with our 17 year old, you know, and watching all those episodes and yes, language is inappropriate for some people and that's fine, but he's in the place where that's not really an issue. Yeah. Um, but you know, we've, my, my eldest, the, the one who's turning 20 here is really into video games. So I try to find a video game that I can either play with him or ask him about or show interest in, you know, we watch, Marvel, we watch Marvel movies together on Friday nights as teen, with all the teenagers and us, you know, sitting on the couch. I, we got a, we got a popcorn machine, like a movie style popcorn machine for uh, Christmas for the family a couple of years ago. And so that's like a big Friday night thing for us is pop up a big batch of movie style popcorn and watch them, you know, watch a Marvel movie or watch a Star Wars movie or something like that, just to kind of hang around and have fun together. You know, my, my 14 year old and I watch F1 together now. And now that we've gotten, <laughs> we're enjoying that together, but there's a lot of trying to find a lot of common things that we can share with them. Yeah. Like you little, know, little and, moments along the way. Right. Not, mm-hmm. it's not like you're like, okay, every week we do a date night with each one of the kids and every, <laughs> you know, we write, you know, 
letters back and forth to them or, you know, I mean, it's like you're not doing these yeah. big major things. It's just like little times of, of spending time together, of intentionality, of I'm going to mm-hmm. find something that you enjoy and I'm going to, maybe it's not something that I enjoy, but I'm going to be curious about it. I'm going to ask you yeah. about it. I'm going to talk to you because our kids have, I mean, our teenagers have varying interests and some of them we have in common and some of them it's like what but like ryan knows so many musical like songs the other day he literally was like what's that song that i really liked from that i can't remember what musical it was from is it from the one they're doing now descendants was it the descendants song yeah yeah there so two of our girls one of our teenagers is is in a the descendants musical and so we're listening to musicals in the car. They're like, oh, let me play this. Let me play that. And and they're, they've got control of the radio. And Ryan was like, ooh, what was that favorite musical song that I liked the other day? And it's I was just Did crack- I mention from Oh, did I mention? There yeah. you go. And I was just cracking up that he had a favorite song from the musical. Like, he's not like right. a musical kind of guy. But I have a secret. I don't have a favorite song from the musical. It was I the know. one I remember. It was the one you remembered. <laughs> But, but, but it was like, he's listening to your daughter. Yes. Yeah. He's paying and attention. He pays attention, even though like, if he never saw another musical, I don't think his life would be any less, like he would not be, it's, it's one thing like when he's able to, to do things like, well, he likes soccer games. So when he sits and watches, you know, the Manchester United game with the boys, that's not any kind of sacrifice. But when he is driving somewhere with the girls listening to, you know, all the musicals and you don't just listen to them. Like they're singing them at the top of their it's lungs. It's an immersive experience. Right? It's quite an immersive experience, you know, and yeah. it's, it would not be his choice. And the same is true with me. Some, there's some things that, you know, like I have started, like I'll watch the races and I'll ask things about them. Or the other day there was a soccer game on and I was no, watching and. I'm it, sorry. I get to tell, I was about to tell the story. Oh, were about you? you. May I brag on you for a minute? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, because I know the exact story you're you're going to tell. Um, my wife grew up in a um, in a baseball family. Her her brother pitched, and and, and the, they did a lot of baseball. I think my in laws discovered that soccer was a thing when my boys when Tyler started playing. Like they had no idea it existed before that. So that's how disconnected from the game of soccer Kayla was. Yeah. Um, and so you know, as 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 the boys, you know, there were milestones along the year when she started saying "score a goal" instead of "make a goal." That was a huge <laughs> moment for us in the family. Um, but 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 over the years, um, you know, um, I I have loved Manchester United since the mid nineteen eighties, and so the boys have grown up because that's if we're watching association football, it's Manchester United. We'll watch other games, but we watch every mm-hmm. Manchester United game. And so uh, a few Sundays ago, we're getting ready for church and the game's on. And, 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 and I think Kayla was like, you know, I was, I don't know, going to brush my teeth or whatever. And you were in here. Um, and, and she said, oh, honey, you got to get you, you got to get here. Casemiro just got a red card. And I think it was, and she was like, like. I was explaining to him what she was happened. explaining to me what happened. She seemed really distressed on behalf of Casemiro. If you don't know who that is. I went into our boys' room and I was like, you have to come watch this replay. <laughs> she rewound. She set yeah. the replay up for us yeah. and everything. And I'm like, but I will tell you though, it, that's a really dumb thing because, because it's just a sports team. Yeah, but she mm-hmm. knows it's important to me, and she knows it's important to the boys. Yeah, and uh, 
and so and so she is is learning the players' names. If she's in the mm-hmm. room, she asks questions, and all three of us feel really seen and validated by by my oh, wife and, and their mother because she's interested in something that we're interested in. Now, the truth of the matter is, and babe, I don't mean to let you know this, but I do know you don't actually care about Manchester United. I say, but I you're doing have... a great job of pretending, and the boys and I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's like, if there was, like, if it wasn't on, I wouldn't know that it was happening, you know, if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And the same is true with, like, car races. They all love them, and... And I will sit and watch, and I'll ask questions about them. And and she stuff. knows drivers' names, and yeah, but it's but it's not. It it's been an intentional thing, and I think that's that's the point. Will was talking about yeah. is it's it's these intentionally finding these things that you may have no interest in the video games your kids are playing, but if you can ask them a question about it, it just fills their love tank oh, yeah. because they're like, oh my gosh, you care about this. I mean, my. Mm-hmm. My 15-year-old still talks about the time that I played Madden with him on the Xbox. That's not why he talks about it. Well, because I beat him. Yeah, I you, totally, yeah, you punked totally him punked him. I had never played it <laughs> before. Could, and I literally could not believe that his mother beat him at Madden. I literally, all I did oh, was push great. one button. I had no idea what I was doing. And only somehow, need to know two things. It, I it, beat it, him. Unless you're like playing some like pro gamer, there's only two things you need to remember when playing Madden. Throw it deep on offense. And blitz every every down on defense. I like literally like, just send the house. Just I, everybody goes after the. I couldn't even figure out like who had the ball or anything. So I just he kept looking at me, going, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I have no idea. I'm just pushing B. Like I don't know. I'm just pushing B." <laughs> so then when he he wanted to oh, play no. again, and he was like. I'm just going to push B this time. And he tried it. It didn't work out so well for him. So I have no idea if like the computer took over. They're like, I don't know what idiot has this or I don't know. But it was just so funny because I was just like playing with him. But he laughed so hard and we had so much fun. Not I, I cannot stand video games like I don't like they're not my thing mm-hmm. and especially yeah. not sports video games but he and I were home and I was like hey you want to play Madden and he was like really it's like yeah let's go let's play and he still he just you know he he loved that and well, that came up at dinner tonight did it <laughs> yeah yeah Tyler said you got to play but Madden I want to see you beat him oh that's right but it was awesome. but it's fun when you find those things because honestly if you can laugh with your kids if you can have a good time with them if you can find common ground no matter what mm-hmm. age they are you can have you know you can build good relationships and i don't know how much time we have yes. left but i had one thought that kind of popped into my head um, because on the next episode, no, I'm kidding. We can if no, you need, no, if you need to. Gonna... I'm not looking at the clock, so I have no idea. I know you're shocked because I always watch the time so carefully. Um, <laughs> well, one time Kayla said to me, she, I walked to the room and she said to me, what time is it? And I said, your phone's on the table by you and you're wearing a watch. <laughs> I just forget <laughs> to look at them. So, you know, there's that. That is the height of princess. Help, help her. Can you tell it's, me what time it is? Yeah, exactly. It's so much easier that way. No. Um, so I had this thought pop into my head, right? Because our audience is made up of, you know, all sorts of people that are fostering, have adopted, have kinship placements, or maybe just parenting kids and just found the podcast, you know? So mm-hmm. I want to, because I know you adopted a teenager and yep. 
we we did not adopt any teenagers at our house. Um, so our kids all came to us as as younger kids and have become teenagers. Um, you adopted a teenager, and then we we do have a relationship with a teen that was in foster care that we still she's an adult now. Um, and so just thought we like just throwing that out there, like how is that different or how has it been different for you guys in building that relationship with someone who came to you as a teenager? Was he 13 when he came to you? Am I remembering that correctly? Actually, you know what, before you answer that, well, looking, we're 35 minutes into the episode and I think that that's like a 20 minute answer. (laughs) So, so will, can we hold you over and, and, and land this one? Okay. And have Dallas tell everybody how they can find us on social media and how they can support the thing. And then can we come back and, and, and talk a little bit more practical about, about the different ages and stages and some of the things we can do? Because really, we've just given one piece of advice. Find something they're interested in and do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah would, would that be okay with you, Will? Sounds great. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Will Stanfish just committed to a second episode <laughs> about teenagers. Thanks for listening. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, you can email us at info at onebighappyhome.com. Please like and share the podcast with your friends and family. And you can find us on your favorite social platforms by searching for One Big Happy Home. And if you're a supporter of the podcast, we'll have an extra green room episode with Will after part two. So watch out for that one next week. Again, if you'd like to become a supporter, you can visit podcast.onebighappyhome.com. Thanks for listening.